Hi, you. You are listening to the Mission Driven Entrepreneur Show with your host, Stephanie Smolders, a podcast that helps you uncover your business full potential with the power of authentic marketing, mindset, personality, and flow. We invite driven entrepreneurs to talk about their mission, inspiration, and discover their hidden business treasures. I'm your host and online business coach, Stephanie Smolers, a passionate entrepreneur with 12 years of experience, a full-time traveler, and a lover of unicorns. I believe you are ready for the next step. Let's jump right in. today's episode, I would love to welcome you to Yolene. She is a vegan Pilates instructor who helps you get fit and feel happy with her online Pilates workouts and her sweet, sweet personality. She makes sure she takes care of your body, mind, and soul with everything that she does. We have been friends for many, many years, and I'm so lucky to have her here for us today. Welcome, Yolene, to the podcast. Thank you for being here, and I can't wait to talk about all things with you today. <laughs> hey, I'm really, really happy to be here. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. So thank you for having me. Of course. I'm so excited to share you with my people in English because we normally talk Dutch to each other. So we've been trying before this episode to speak a little bit of English so that it feels comfortable. Um, but please do share with people who are listening a little bit more of who you are and what your true mission and purpose is in this world. Yes. So I am Jolene. I am 29 years old. I live in Alken in Belgium. And my mission is to help women get healthy, strong and confident with online Pilates workouts, plant-based food and just a touch of mindset. Yes. Amazing. That's exactly what you do. And how did you get to find this purpose for yourself? So my journey, it's quite a journey. It starts when I studied to be a secondary school teacher for English and Dutch. And while I was doing the studies, I discovered Pilates as a form of exercise. And I fell immediately in love with it. And while I was studying to be a teacher, I thought like, well, um, this is really connected to teaching. So why not uh, do um, the studies to be a Pilates instructor. So that's what I did. And then um, I got my degree in teaching and in Pilates teaching. And I took on a job as a teacher in secondary school for English and Dutch. Um, but then unfortunately, after I'd say two and a half years, I hit burnout. And then that's a whole process of itself, the burnout. I learned a lot of lessons, had a lot of breakthroughs. And when I came out of that burnout, I decided that I wanted to follow my passion, which was Pilates, and which still had a bit of the teaching element to it. So that was really something that was for me. And then I taught Pilates for several years. I gained uh, a lot of clients, um, online clients, but also offline clients. And then Corona happened. And the Corona virus pandemic, it allowed me to finally do the thing that I always wanted to do, which was uh, make an online academy, an online Pilates course. And that's what I did. And that's where I am today. 
Yes, amazing. I heard you say that you had lots of lessons and breakthroughs during your burnout. Would you care to share that? Because I feel a lot of listeners might have like that, oh, I've, I've had a burnout. I've been very close to it. Like, how was that whole situation for you? Well, when I hit burnout, uh, the situation was that I was working like a half-time job at two different schools. And some people might notice when you work in the educational system, you teach, you have the hours you teach, but you also have the extra hours of of um, preparing the lessons, of doing teacher-parent conferences, and so on and so on. So that resulted in me working like, I'd say, 150% of the hours I was meant to work, which resulted in me hitting burnout after several years and all the symptoms that went with it that I ignored for way too long, like migraines up to the point that I went uh, blind mm -hmm. at one eye. I just couldn't see anymore. It just went not black, but um, like really fuzzy. Um, and my balance was off because of it. I had uh, ear infections. I had throat infections. I had, um, you know, depression symptoms without the without the depression really, but that's typical of burnout. Um, and then of course, there was the crash phase that I couldn't go on anymore. I had to stop, my body told me to stop. And in that process of crashing and resting, that's really where I found myself. But if you had told me at the beginning of the work of the burnout, I would say workouts, that's because I'm always busy working out. Uh, so if you had told me at the beginning of the burnout that I would find myself as a result of it, I wouldn't have believed you because I felt so drained at the time and so just wrecked and just broken that I thought, well, how am I ever going to get through this and what future is there for me really after all of this? Yeah, but actually it was a blessing in disguise because you found your your true caller, calling, your purpose, what you wanted to do. And how has that evolved from after that burnout to now? Do you still prioritize your health? And is that something that you want to elaborate on? Yes. So the burnout really was a blessing in disguise, like you say, because it taught me to really listen to my gut feeling and my intuition. I can say now today that I am really extremely in tune with how my body feels and how my mind feels and how my intuition guides me towards certain kinds of things. And up to the point that I immediately get physical signs when I am out of alignment, but also when I am in of alignment. So I can immediately recognize when something is or isn't for me. For example, when I am in a situation that is starting to drain me and uh, taking energy from me, I get like uh, tight shoulders and a tight neck. The muscles just really start to cramp up. I get tension headaches. I get even migraines again. I get really, um, really brain foggy 
in my head. I can't think straight. And that's always a sign for me that I have to take myself out of the situation and just um, charge my batteries again and really think about what I want and is this the right situation for me? Probably not. And how can I do better, better things for myself? Mm. But that's not something that we as entrepreneurs have been shown. It's like hustle. You have to work 20 hours a day. If we could do all the things, then what, how does a typical day for you look like if you um, prioritize your health and your resting? Like, I think this is something projectors. Hello. We're all <laughs> both projectors here. <laughs> yeah. That's something that's important to share as well, that your life or your daily routine is different as that from other entrepreneurs. So I would love to hear more about that. Yes, I started to prioritize my creative tasks. Mm. Um, that's the most important thing for me. So in the morning, I always start with a really Zen morning routine. I get up at seven or half past six and I have breakfast. I take my coffee into the garden when it's, when the weather is nice. I have made in my garden like this really zen corner with plants and a lounge. A and pizza style. Sit. Yes, it's my visa <laughs> corner. <laughs> you know it. Yeah. Um, and that's where I really sit for 15 minutes in silence, listening to the sounds of nature, uh, to the winds rustling in the trees and the birds. And that's where I contemplate my day and I plan my day ahead in my head. And I need this to be with myself in the morning and not to have impressions of other people's feelings and just be with myself and start from that point that's the starting point and then I can start my day and then in the morning until noon I do my creative tasks I do brainstorms I journal sometimes I meditate not every day and then at noon I take a lunch break I charge my batteries for 45 minutes and then in the afternoon I do the the practical side the things that don't require much creativity or thinking just doing um, and then I'd say around 3 p.m. I always hit my klopke we call in Dutch yeah. <laughs> I get a klopke and um, so that means I get really tired and brain foggy and then I know it's time to wrap things up maybe do some stuff like um, like paying bills or, um, you know, do some, some stuff that don't require much attention. Um, and then around 5 or 6 p.m., I, I really stop working. I take a bath because I need water to rinse the day off of me. Um, then something that I do, it's more on the spiritual side, and you know this, I do uh, talks with the universe when I am in bath. So I just, when something is on my mind, I talk it out and I, I get it out there. And then I am clean physically and mentally and I can rest or cook or enjoy my evening in the way that I want to and then I go to sleep really really zen and the day is finished and the day is 
the day is done, all the energy has been cleared. So that's my day. Yeah, I love that. I love that you have like this routine and I knew this already, but that it's so you prioritize what's important for you and not per se what's important for your work or your clients or those kind of things. It's like build around what works for you and not the other way around. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs do it the other way. Like they'll start with everything for clients. And then at the end of the day, there's nothing left for creative work, creating content, being visible, all those kind of things. And um, you're also very much on social media and all of the, those things. How has this world affected you or how do you handle like because you're also like an influencer so that's something maybe not everyone knows yet but being in that industry also comes with its challenges how is that world for you well uh, i can tell you as a projector and being a highly sensitive person it's not always easy um but i think i have found my way to be present on social media through the years um, people should notice I started out really as the typical kind of fit girl on social media and I gained a lot of followers because of that. Mm -hmm. So really posting the fitness gym selfies, the, um, I would not say six pack, but I had really defined abs, you know, posting the selfies of the abs and of the, the uh, backside <laughs> of the woman. Um, to say it nicely um, and you know that brought a lot of followers uh, and a big audience to my page but then when I transitioned to being a vegan mm -hmm. firstly and not eating chicken all the time I noticed that some followers started to disengage and unfollowing me and then I started transitioning more to like posting in Dutch, not only in English and posting more about like the mindset of a highly sensitive person and more being in tune with your spiritual side, not really full on spirituality, but you know, dropping hints here and there and also more about Pilates and not really the hardcore fitness industry. And that resulted in me losing, I'd say, 2,000 followers or something and also the engagement dropping a little bit and in the beginning my ego was like oh no everyone starts following me what's happening am I not doing it the right way anymore don't people like me anymore but then uh, slowly but surely I started noticing that um, as a lot of people were unfollowing me a lot of new people were starting to follow me and were starting to engage with my content on a whole new level. Not really the level like, oh, nice abs, oh, nice butt. Yeah. <laughs> but really like, oh, I, I like how you're thinking. And I, I thought, hmm, there's something here. <laughs> people are starting to like me for me and not for my appearance or how well defined my apps are and I started to speak to my ideal client more which is a woman that wants to feel good in her skin and wants to be healthy but doesn't want to have defined abs at the cost of her sanity mm -hmm. 
And that's where I discovered that the magic is when I, as a projector, lead the way for my followers and show them that life is all about balance and not being extreme and not going with your ego all the time, that there's magic in it and that, that that's just the way to go, really. Yeah. Yes, and definitely in the in the health industry, I feel that what would be something if you would in char- be in charge of like the health industry that you would change? What I would change is I would prohibit all of the the fitness detox teas uh, and yes. all the influencers that promote them, <laughs> and the, the fat burners, and you know everything that promises a quick fix solution because. You know, I feel that the general um, opinion of this is already changing. People know that this stuff doesn't work as it's marketed. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that still believe in those products and still um, spend a lot of money on those things only to compromise their health. And so that's the first, first thing that I would do. Yeah. How are you doing that right now? Because you have a Pilates Academy online where people can do classes and you, you share a lot of vegan recipes. What are you doing now? And what do you see for the future for your brand, but also for the industry, for your life, for everything? Yes. So what I want to do in the long term is develop a big course, a course that that touches on everything, on every aspect of being healthy. You know, being healthy is not alone, not just doing Pilates workouts to have the abs or to have the nicely defined behind. Um, It's also eating healthy, but eating with respect for your body, Um, not just doing it for the number on the scale. And also... A big part is mindset. Mm -hmm. The mindset of respecting yourself and respecting yourself enough to want to grow, but also respecting yourself enough to know when enough is enough and when you need to rest. And I just want a course that just has everything in that aspect. So a course that is just a really complete course and not just working out and food, but just the mindset and just, you know, life consists of a lot of components as well. And it is my goal to develop a course that's just when a woman finds that course that, that she thinks or that she says to herself, this is it. This is the course that I need to be, to be healthy, to become the most strong version of myself. And that when I have followed this course, I feel so strong and confident that I can accomplish everything that I want to do. That's my goal. Yes. I love that. That would be so amazing (laughs) if you would create that. Like a complete, how would I say that? Program that looks at a person that helps them guide them through every step of life because it is so much more than here's a diet and here are some exercises and now figure it out kind of thing. And 
what would you say to someone who's just starting out with maybe looking at plant-based food or lifestyle or making changes in their health? Like, what would you? What is the first thing that you would say something? Say some to her or him in that case? Um, definitely that you don't have to figure out everything at once. Um, you know, when I started out as a vegan, I I did it the way that I won't wouldn't do it anymore. I started with a two-week vegan challenge and I felt so good that I just didn't go back afterwards and I switched immediately. But it's best for your body to make the transition really gradually. And that's, you know, that's not only the case for being a vegan, but also for just eating more healthy in general. Your body is used to one level of health. And when you send it to a whole other level of health, it just, um, you know, it just freaks out mm-hmm. to say it like that. And you need to do it gradually and just being really, really kind to your body and saying like, okay, today we're going to do this. We're going to switch out um, non-plant-based yogurt to plant-based yogurt and tomorrow or maybe next week we'll do something else so that your body can really get used to the new way of eating um, and that's that's definitely something that is really important to me just the non-harsh approach just balance and everything that's mm. also very much from mindset right that there needs to be a balance as to going from super hardcore fitness to being in tune with your body and listening to what it needs. One day it might be lifting weights and the other day it might be doing a Pilates or yoga stretching or I don't know what. Um, And what it might be just lying on the couch and do nothing. (laughs) Exactly. Like that's that's my kind of workout. (laughs) My body always tells me just sleep, just nap. (laughs) And I'm like, no cannot (laughs) Um, we need rest and definitely as a projector i have found out the hard way that we need rest and that we need to learn to listen to our bodies and to what our gut feeling is telling us and that we have to learn to shut out the feeling of guilt when we rest because we are so conditioned to always go 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 and do 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 that we just think that that's the way it is, but it's not. Yes, preach girl, please. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Yes, exactly. That's so much like I'm looking at my vision board right when we're talking here and I have like um, a lot of like rest things on it. And then in my day-to-day life, I tend to not really do that part yet and be like very hands-on, hush, hush, rush, rush kind of thing. What would you tell me or have me do as an exercise to listen more to my body i think either a yoga workout or a really soft soft beginner pilates workout because you know with pilates you can go as light or as heavy as you want as you know yes you make (laughs) me always work so hard (laughs) and um you know there's a lot of exercises with Pilates that you can, you can do them really slowly and really think while you are doing it, how does this feel for my body? And how do I want my body to feel afterwards? 
and you can really customize Pilates to your needs. And that's the magic of it. And the day that you need a really hard, heavy workout that you want to sweat, Pilates is also something that is able to give you that. And you can really, um, you can really do a heavy muscle workout with Pilates, but you can also really do a, a yoga-minded workout. And that's the fun of it. Yeah, definitely. I should do that more, actually. Now that I hear you, every time that we talk, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do all of the yoga, more your lighter workouts, but then I forget. Um, but you're such a good, like you, you really explain things to people in such a kind and easy way that it's just easy to follow what you're doing with on your own level. And I love that you make it so understandable for people who are not super fitness motivated because you do come from that atmosphere of being very much a fit girl and understanding all the exercising and making sure that people do it right for their body so you definitely see that in your pilates as as well and i would recommend everyone to go to your course if you speak dutch maybe not english but if you speak dutch you can definitely uh check out our course i will link it in the show show notes as well um and i want to end with my question as to what does it mean for you to be a mission-driven entrepreneur? Yes. So I think for me, what it means is helping people to discover what they are here for just by making them really the healthiest and most confident version of themselves. You know, when you not feel good in your body and in your mind, you're not inclined to chase your goals and chase your dreams but when you feel your best and you're proud of your body and you know what your body is capable of and what your mind is capable of and you have that confidence and you have the health to go with it because when you're sick you only want one thing and when you're healthy you want many things and i want to get people especially women but also men if they feel called um I want to get them to that point that they just can do everything that they want to do and just discover why they are here, what their mission is and go do it. Amazing. I have one last question. If, as always, if a starting entrepreneur in the health industry or something, um, what kind of tip would you give them in order to stand out from the crowd at the beginning at the beginning of your question i wanted to say um don't be like everyone else yes <laughs> yes <laughs> because i feel like that's the big issue or challenge in the fitness industry at the moment that everyone wants to become a personal trainer and be in the gym and train their clients but I always think like, how are you different than anyone else? Because everyone is different. You don't need to be a copy of the previous personal trainer. You have to, in Dutch, I would say, so your own sauce. Yes. <laughs> it sounds really weird in English. Um, yeah, just 
be your own person and just teach from your own experience the things that you have learned, your transformation. Try to convey that to others and teach to others how they can discover what they are about and how they can conquer their own challenges. Yes. And don't be like everyone else. Exactly. I'm going to quote you on this. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Thank you so much for for being here, for sharing your story from burnout all the way to finding your mission and now wanting to create like a bigger platform to help people with their mind, their body and, and their soul, basically. And I'm so looking forward to everything that you're going to bring out in the next couple of months. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. It was really nice to just chat with you again. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I hope that people really get something out of this and that I'm able to inspire one person to, you know, to chase their dreams, get those goals. Just do it. <laughs> exactly. And if people want to learn more from you or work out with you, where can they find you? Um, so I'd say the best thing to do first is go follow me on Instagram. It's at Yolin underscore B R X. And then, um, if you speak Dutch, you can always follow my podcast. It's Krachtige Mindset Podcast. I'm on iTunes and Spotify. And then if you'd like to try one of my Pilates workouts or do the whole course, you can go to Pilates dash plants dot my spotify dot com exactly uh, shopify. Uh, shopify yes <laughs> yeah. but i, I will link it with the podcast on my mind exactly i will link yeah. it correctly yeah. hopefully uh in the description and then people can find everything there and yes and so sure they will find me <laughs> yes there's only one Jolene berix who does pilates and vegan so <laughs> very exciting to uh to have you and thank you so much for being here thank you for having me it was a lot of fun and i will hope to speak to you soon (laughs) you have reached the end of another episode of the mission driven entrepreneur show be sure to visit stephaniesmolders.com to access the show notes and discover the fantastic bonus content make sure to sign up for the freebie vault to get access to all the extra material if you've loved this episode I would love it if you would subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is so, so appreciated. Thank you so much for listening today, and I will speak to you very soon.